Greetings, and thank you for tuning in to Rising Above It All. I am your host, Mildred Muhammad. Tomorrow is Father's Day. It is a day, like Mother's Day, we celebrate fathers in our lives. There are many of us that didn't grow up with the father in the home, as myself. There are many who did. And although they may have grown up with a father in their house or their home, perhaps it wasn't a good experience for them. But it doesn't take away the fact that they are fathers. I've heard the expression, fathers are one thing, but dads are another. So I'm going to take this moment to talk about my dad. I don't remember him at all, although I'm told he was in my life up until I was nine. Can't remember anything about him. I don't remember his face. I don't remember anything. He could walk up to me right now and say, hey, I'm your dad. I wouldn't, wouldn't I know that. My dad was murdered. My mom and my dad were separated. And he was with another woman. He decided that he was going to tried to make his marriage work with my mom and decided and told the lady that he was with that he was going to go home. She waited until he was asleep, locked the doors and windows, and set the house on fire. My dad was murdered in a fire. I didn't find this out until I was 21 years old. I was at a funeral for my cousin who was 18 at that time. He was a mile away from his home riding his bike and someone hit him and kept going. It was a hit and run. And he passed away. At this funeral, the repass, there were some men playing cards at a table, just laughing and repasses eating and people talking about the person who passed and just coming together as a family. I heard my dad's name mentioned. My dad's name was Charlie Green. So, you know, I decided to just ease over to stand next to the wall where they couldn't see me, but I could hear what they were saying. And they were speaking about how they remembered my dad. And one of them began to talk about what happened to him. 
And the part I heard was this. Y'all remember Charlie Green? Yeah, man. He decided he wanted to go back to Olivia. My mother's name was Olivia. They called Olivia. And she got upset. So she waited until he was asleep. Pat locked the doors and window and set the house on fire. A different man said, yeah, I remember that. We were trying to get to him. We heard him screaming for miles. But the house was too hot. And we had to wait for the fire department to put out the fire. And that is when I was informed of how my dad died. My mom told us when we were little that he died in the Navy because he was in the Navy. And I remember the casket being draped an American flag. And we went to the cemetery. I remember all of that. And they fold the flag and gave it to my mom. I remember it wasn't an open casket. And my brother and I were looking at each other to see who was going to cry first. Neither one of us did. And I always wondered, were there news reports or anything? Because I Googled his name. I Googled every possible word, keywords that I could think of that would give me more information. And I couldn't find anything. So I started to look up death records to find something and I found it I found the death the death certificate and the the I can't remember which number it was but it said cause of death and the answer was fire that's how I confirmed my dad's death as I said, he was in the Navy. And so I began looking for which cemetery he was buried in. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know he was buried in Louisiana. I know it was down the street from Baton Rouge, where I grew up. But I didn't know which one until Ancestry.com. And I looked up his name, and there it was. The cemetery, where it is. And I found out my dad had a brother. I did not know that. And that brother passed in 1985. And I was still in Baton Rouge, and so was he. I don't know if he has family. His name is Thomas Green. So I went home for my high school reunion. 
And I decided that is when I was going to go and find him. I went there. They had a computer outside. It's like an ATM machine. And you type in their name and they give you the plot number where the where they are buried. And so I walked all over and I didn't know that at a cemetery there's no internet connection. No Wi-Fi. You know, can't call anybody. Can't text anybody. This is crazy. But anyway, back to my story. So I looked at the rows and the closer I got, I felt this urge to run. Never felt that before. And I ran, reading the names, and when I found him, I stood there. I stood there. I don't know how long I just stood there. It was real. It, it, it's him. His name, his date of birth, the day he died or was murdered. It's him. And I immediately, after standing for, I don't know how long, I just dropped to my knees and I lay down and I cried so hard. So hard. I took pictures of myself with the headstone, getting teary-eyed. Guess I need to do some more healing on that. And wondered what would my life have been like had he been here? What was stolen from me? Where would I be? And I was there for a long time about five hours, and I just sat after crying and just talked to him, told him about what I was doing, where I am, where I'm living, told him about my children. I just told him the good stuff and how I was doing. I know I stayed there long enough that I didn't cry anymore. And as I was leaving, I felt healed in some way. Can't explain that one, but I did. And when I left there and got on the plane, I thought I should have looked for Thomas too. But And then when I looked on the map, he was two rows over from my dad. Both of them were in the army. Both of them were in World War II. My dad is a World War II veteran. To those of you who have your dad and he is a good man in your life, that's a wonderful thing. My children remember the good parts about their dad. 
you don't know, my ex is the DC sniper, John Muhammad. They remember when they were younger and how attentive he was, and he was. He was a good dad to them when they were younger. And he chose to take himself out of their lives. If you have children, and there are fathers listening, if you have children, please stay in their lives. Call them, text them. However, if you have caused chaos and hurt them, and they don't want to hear from you, respect their boundaries. Something happened for them to feel that way. I'm not here to judge anybody or to tell you what to do or not to do. These are just suggestions. So I want to say Happy Father's Day to all of the men who listen to my podcast. Whether you are a dad or you have a dad that needs to hear that. Happy Father's Day. I hope that your day is filled with happiness and warmth and love. So as I always say, release your faith, knowing with assurance that all circumstances will work in your favor today. And to the dads, Happy Father's Day.